I come from the land down under. <laughs> this is really disconcerting now, man. What? You've been upside down. Hold on, hold on, fuck's sake. I mean, it's fine. I oh, know, it's better than it was. Put it back. I'll unplug it. Fuck, where'd I go? 50%, it should be alright. That's Hunters. Nah. It's an old, 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 old phone, so. An old, 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 old phone? It's like Aye. some sort of crazy burner phone of yours? No. Does Kirsty know about this phone? Have <laughs> <laughs> we recording? Uh, uh, always, mate. Always. Oh. <laughs> nah. I don't earn enough to have a burner phone. Because <laughs> you hey. refuse to buy my hoodie. Sorry. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saving to go to Florida. I can't afford I can't to where you go, mate. You're minted. Spending hundreds of cash on hoodies. Look at you, you specky nerd. <laughs> Come and laugh Correct. at specky for eyes here. I know, thank you. Getting my tissues. It's going to be an exciting podcast, mate. Um, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got the snot. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I've just been sneezing all morning, so I don't feel well. <laughs> I kind of love the fact that the gym I did tell you don't come near me, and you walked up and just hugged me. I like, mean, I did. In my defence, I didn't hug you. I just kind of leaned into you for support. <laughs> I deliberately. <laughs> it wasn't I kinda, a hug. I just faced away from you and went in. For it was a, a tender embrace. It was, yes. <laughs> I just felt like I needed the hug at that point more than I needed you to get one, if that makes sense. Oh, cheers, man. Thanks. Anytime, mate. Anytime. Uh, and, then, hey, and then subsequently did, I don't know, three sets of bench and then left. <laughs> you also, also made some very awkward eye contact with me while I was coaching. That's because things were said that brought out the inner child in both of us. <laughs> I was holding my shit together. I, 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 I deliberately looked away. <laughs> I, I had to walk away and get my juice. Yeah, I just I lay down on the bench and just contemplated life for a second. Things were said. Yeah. We both looked at each other, raised our eyebrows slightly, deliberately did not comment on it and then just went our separate ways nothing needed to be said at that point we made eye contact we looked away we looked back at each other again and I'm like it just reminded me reminded me of that awkward time in a church (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it wasn't that awkward that time yeah it was just quite funny um yeah, my head was so sore earlier, man. I felt it's that way. I kind of felt it this morning in school, but I wasn't really moving about a huge amount. But like literally on the way to the gym, I was like, "Oh, this is quite sore." Get and then, I do that way. Like any time you just put like any kind of pressure into your head, it's like ah ah game over. So like just bench so and stuff. You just thought you would lie down and bench. <laughs> it's that way it was, I, figured, I figured it'd be one of those killer cure sort of things do you know what I mean maybe it'll make it better just by doing some training taking your mind off it but not so much no. so I did three sets of bench three sets of flies and I put my jacket back on and left 
and then felt very sick in the car, it has to be said. Um, you didn't look too good, mate, I'll nah, be honest. No, nah, I, I felt very queasy, um, and if I hadn't left, I think I might have thrown up in your gym. Ooh. Nobody wants that. Not, well, not... I mean, thrown up at the gym's fine. If it's a result of, like, horrific assault bike action or something, then it's, you know, ah. you earn that, but just not, like, sore head thrown up in the floor isn't a cool thing. No, just randomly spewing. Nah, so uh, nah. I found a bunch of painkillers, ate all of them, and then just coated my head in uh, white tiger bun, and now I feel much better. Hey. I know you don't buy into the whole painkiller thing so much, though. I don't. I just think that. Well, this could be a good wee topic for the day, or one of. I've got an, I've got an interesting one to talk about as well. All right. The, the painkiller thing is a lot of people take painkillers if you've got a headache and stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fine. Right. Painkillers if you're in excruciating pain. Absolutely. But. If you've got back pain and you are like knee pain and you take painkillers to numb that to then work said body part, totally against it. In terms of what? Give me an um, example. Here's a, a good example. Um, one of my martial arts students years ago, very stubbornly, I mean, even more stubborn than me, <laughs> was grappling with a guy who, I think she weighed 10 stone and he weighed about 15 and he had done a really bad kind of like, it tied her up on the floor, not in a kinky way. All right. Uh, she thought she could flip, flip, kind of roll and flip and turn out of it. Yeah, she thought wrong and went the wrong way and totally wrenched her shoulder joint. Ooh. But she was kind of a, she was one of these people who was addicted to exercise, wanted to, would do a spin and a body pump class in the morning, then on a lunch break would go for a run or go to a gym class at lunchtime and then train two or three classes at night. Yeah. Pretty much every day. Yeah. So when all of a sudden she's got an anchored shoulder and she couldn't even lift her arm up a little bit, she freaked out, went and got cortisone injections. Mum, got one of them. Oh, that feels a bit better. I'm going to go back and train now. And trained her shoulder. Right, okay. Not ideal. Not ideal. She repeated this process for about two years to the point where... Even the private guy she was going to for the cortisone injections refused to do it because he had given her four times too many. What? Yeah. I mean, surely somebody needs to have a word with him about that. Yes. Um. So, and it got to the point where she was just, if, even if so much as she moved her arm or bumped it, she would be close to vomiting. Mm. Which, again, not cool. Mm-mm. And... I said, finally had a word with her because it was one time I noticed that she had, um, just wasn't well at all. So I spoke to her about it and she finally opened up and explained everything. And I was like, listen, you need to go and get that scene. Come off the painkillers and the injection and actually go and get it treated. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that through her shoulder being knackered, she had basically wore away all the muscle round about it and was just rubbing bone on bone in her shoulder joint. Mm-hmm. And the, the ligament and everything was gone. So she had to get kind of like, um, recon- kind, of, kind of reconstructive surgery for the ligaments and the tendons but also they had to go in and shave bone off her shoulder in order to create space for, for him to move again and that was all just for being stupid and taking loads of painkillers to cover up pain well, another good example is people with like, like low back pain yeah pain 
Pain's viewed as a negative thing. <clears throat> but it's actually a good thing because it's telling you something needs to change. Yeah, yeah, I get that. If you look, so I think if we, a lot of people, if they change that pain, oh, I'm in, I'm in pain today. And you're like, well, if you're in pain, then your body's telling you something needs to change. Yep. Pain isn't bad, it's just a signal of something that's happening in your body. Yeah, that makes sense. Aye. But if you ignore it, and you keep doing that thing that needs to change, eh, you know what? It's going to force you to change things sooner rather than later, because it's going to end up screwing you over. Aye, no, absolutely. No, I get that. Yeah, fair enough. So I think pain's a good way that, obviously, people have, injuries can also be like a blessing that allows you to work in another area, your body. Yeah. It can be an, opp- can be an opportunity to go and target something else. It can be an opportunity to learn. Um, oh, I've tweaked my knee. How did I do that? Oh, I'm doing too much squatting, not enough stretching, or too much squatting, not enough, too much, too, too much work in my quads, not enough in my hamstrings and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, so it can be, you can use there's lots of things that you can learn from, but where um, you keep taking painkillers to then mask that movement, and then you go in and do that movement, you're just going to cause damage. Yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, it seems a bit redundant doing it from a training sense. I, you can you can understand it from a kind of professional athlete standpoint that's why it's again it's rife and like the nfl and all that yeah. sort of stuff do you know what i mean these guys have to play or they're going to lose their place in the team and all that you can see why these I things are kind of rife it. but if it's just joe public just like oh i have to go and train do you just fix your injury first and then go and train do you know what i mean it's not worth um, making things worse yeah maybe that's just the laziness talking in mate. <laughs> No, and that, that this is actually this actually leads on to the topic I wanted to bring up today. Alright, go on. Sorry, I have oh, to apologise in advance, by the way. I'm quite today. I haven't drunk enough water. I'm trying just now, so I apologise to anyone listening who hates that noise. I hate that noise. I can't even hear it. See, you, you hear it if you're listening back to the podcast, right? I can hear it in my headphones. Uh, no, you're listening to people on the radio and podcasts and they've not drunk enough water. I mean, it's just a bit... That kind of thing. Um, Mate, I've got a better podcast to listen to than this one. <laughs> Harsh but fair. But, um, aye, so um, got a new client in touch the other day there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know the woman. Uh, we were chatting away about training goals and stuff, and she doesn't have any. Right. And she was like, I, love it. I don't want any pressure, I don't want to have any training. Like, I just want to train just to feel kind of... Really, it's just to kind of get back into it, feel better mentally, feel better physically and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's surely, absolutely fine. Surely that's their goal then? Aye. Just it's to just feel better a, mentally and physically? Aye. That's your goal? It's a, it's a really loose, open-ended kind of goal. But it's still a goal. Yeah. Uh, but if you look where, if you look everywhere over the internet, especially in kind of January, February, mm-hmm. and then you, you, you kind of get it round about beginning of summer as well, round about May, You'll hear that you'll see these posts. If you're not moving forward, then you're you're, you're moving backwards and stuff like that. And it's kind of shaming folk that if you're not always hammering or smashing it as hard as you can or hitting PBs and, you know, you're moving backwards. But it doesn't really work that way. You can't do that. You can't be just... You can't be hitting PBs and, and smashing targets all the time. It's just not how no. anything works. You're going to plateau from time to time. And at that point, right. you need to either back off a bit, work on something else... Then come back to it. it. Whether it's training, I know, like specifically from a musical standpoint, it's exactly the same. You don't just get better all the time over the piece. Yeah, if you keep rocking and practicing, you're going to get better. But ah. you're going to have weeks and you're going to have months where you just go, "Oh man, I'm terrible at this." 
why can't I do this? Then you'll go work on something else, you'll come back, and that, that thing that you were stressing about before will, will have disappeared, you know? I, Life doesn't work that way. It's not no. just this, like, straight line, straight graph up the way, do you know what I mean? There's going to be, like, peaks and drops all the way through. But it's about that sort of long, ment- that long game mentality of if I keep working at it, it will get better mm-hmm. over the over the over the long term, you uh-huh. know. And it's a lot. A lot of these people that I've known over the years will always comment about, oh, uh, I've always got to be pushing forward. Always got to get a PB. Got to be doing this. Got to be doing that. Or else, you know, if you're not if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And it's just not true because even take the most elite athletes. They will aim to peak. If you take, let's say, a golfer, yeah, they will aim to peak for say a couple of major major tournaments a year. Yep. Tennis players will aim to peak for. They've all got. They've got their main. They've got their season. Then they've got their off season. But even within the season, a lot of tennis players will go. Listen, I really want to push my chances at Wimbledon, so I'm not going to play Roland Garros. Aye. I'm going to Olympic weightlifters might look at uh, the competition calendar and go. I want to hit ninety percent of my max at the, at the nationals, but I want to hit hundred percent, or I want to achieve hundred percent at the Europeans and then peak at the worlds. Mm-hmm. That's three days out of three hundred and sixty-five. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them, they just no. So they only pick maybe a couple of set days. I don't know when I've done kettlebells. It, I would only pick two main competitions a year that I wanted to hit big numbers up. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time is kind of building up towards it or building my confidence up or technique or whatever in that time. Yeah. Because you can't, even at, elite, even at an elite athlete level, with the best nutrition, best recovery, best drugs and all that, they cannot stay in that elite level mode 24-7, 365 days a year. Yeah, you just, you, you just can't sustain it. Even the mental drain, just to try and keep it that level, it just it, it gubs you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anyone at that, any kind of top level, they will have times where they're just not on it. Even like you guys, like talking about golf, like Tiger Woods and all the rest of it. He was like world number one for like literally years. It didn't mean he won everything he went in for. He obviously tried to, but at the same time, you have to, weeks or whatever, as I say, where it just won't happen for you. But over that whole time, he was still world number one. Um, it's great he's, he's he's playing again this week this is his first tournament for like about a year or something since the Masters last year I think so just the level of excitement in the golf world's off the charts this week man I just, he's making a comeback yeah just any time he plays it's just wild it was funny he's playing um, it was him Rory McIlroy and a guy called um, Justin Thomas right I don't know you don't follow golf particularly do you Right. It's mainly uh, I mainly follow female golf <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, the technical ability. The technical ability, yeah, <laughs> and it's much more realistic for us because they're hitting roughly. Well, I say roughly the same distance as us. They're hitting further than me. Um, but I'm more accurate. It's funny. It's <laughs> just as a sidebar there, right? It's funny when you read all these guys like twats online commenting on women's golf, like, oh, I could do better than that. It's like, really, mate? What is your handicap exactly? Like 42 or something? Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh, she's got a terrible swing. It's like, she's she's a player in the Pro Tour, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Hacking your way around. Um, yep. So, right, so Tiger was playing yesterday and it's an opening round with, the, with Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy, right? Him and Justin Thomas are like best pals, right? So they're just at the wind-up all the time. So being the main Tiger Woods is basically broken at this point, right? He's just gubbed. Yeah. So like you're saying there, he is absolutely specifically picking and choosing what tournaments he wants to be part of. 
he says himself he's just too broken to play week in week out now so he's taking like months off at a time and he's building up his fitness and all the rest of it to come back for certain tournaments so he was out he was playing this weekend and uh, so he's out with Justin Thomas his best pal and they're just winding each other up and at one point like Tiger like out drove Justin Thomas by like 30 40 yards or something right he just like left him <laughs> and as they were walking down there's a picture of like they're chatting away and then Tiger hand goes into his pocket and hands Justin Thomas something right <laughs> so it's on social media this morning check it out it turns out somebody's zoomed in the picture he's handed, handed him a tampon <laughs> He's <laughs> just like, all right, lady golfer, eh? Getting smashed off the tee by a broken old man. It's like, it's a tampon. tampon for you, son. Um, which, two best pals, right? Winding each other up. Hilarious banter. But obviously all the keyboard warriors are out going, oh, it's shocking. Right. Absolute sexism at its worst. It's like, oh. And that's the give thing it that a rest, please. We had that conversation with Douglas and John in the gym this morning. Right. About a comment you make can be totally different. Like, you could come in and, and say something really, like, you could send it to me, right? And we'll always laugh, laugh it off. Yeah. We can take that same statement and you say it to a random, like, a stranger on the street and they'll swing for you. Yeah. It's, just, it's yeah. And it's known your, known your audience, and it's, it's not, uh, I known no your audience, right? But he, he did that to his best pal. Aye. For a laugh. Why is some complete random stranger on the internet getting offended by that? I'm it's offended. nothing to do with them. I... It's like, get see if you're offended by something that two complete strangers did, like that's got no connection to you, you get massive problems in your life, mate. I'm I... sorry, <laughs> it's just pathetic. Like, you're just gonna be you're just gonna be miserable every day. Well, that's it, and these people are though, aren't they? They just go out their way to try and find offence on others, pe- other people's behalfs. Behalfs. Something that John John that said the other day there. Do that. Behalf. Other people's behalf. Other people's behalf. That's better. Yes. English. Sorry. Um, it was John McGregor saying the other day there, like, it's alright not to have an opinion on mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. You can't have that these days, though. Everyone's got an opinion and everyone has to share Aye. that opinion. I was talking to, about this, actually, bizarrely enough, with the guys at the jazz band rehearsal last night. We were talking to social media. And it's that. It's that. Everyone's got an opinion and they have to share it because their opinion is valid. Damn it. It's like, no, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> Your opinion yep. counts for hee-haw, I'm afraid, right? It's just nonsense. You're allowed to have an opinion if you want, but nobody else needs to hear it, because nobody cares. Aye, exactly. Certainly not me. Um, Sorry, we're ranting. We said we weren't going to do this. Move on. Back to it. Back on, on the topic. Aye, so... um, I'm not having really any goals. And I'm saying that's totally cool, because sometimes... There's that kind of that societal pressure that you always have to be working towards the goal, achieving mm-hmm. this, achieving this. We want to be all like these high achievers. No, be a millionaire before you're thirty. Be retired by forty-five. Achieve, 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 achieve. But sometimes it's cool just to take your foot off the gas and enjoy where you are. Look, you just described my entire career in a nutshell, there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Complete dumb luck. No career your plan. Foot any, your foot's not even anywhere near the gas. I'm leaving. I'm leaving in the car. I'm still sitting in the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's it's been a weird concept for me because for twenty odd years I've always been competing, and like from about the age of twenty, easily up to about the age of thirty five, thirty five, thirty six, I probably had a competition or an event to compete in at least every three months. Yeah. It's just, 
And do you know what? I enjoyed my times. Mm. There were some good times, great times. There were some downright awful times. <sighs> but ultimately, it's kind of made me who I am today. And I, you know, absolutely. Some people might think that's shit. Some Massive people might be like, um, but and then last year after being hostile and then coming out and I'm like that, what do I want to work towards? Yeah. I actually just want to be able to breathe and walk and move and just want to be feeling all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, well, this week I've done some weights, done a wee bit of rowing, went and played badminton with my daughter. <sighs> cool. Grass at it. <laughs> uh, then yesterday went paddleboarding for a bit, then came back in at night, done a wee bit of weights, my shoulders, and I'm going, aye. And it's all right just to play about and have fun. Yeah, because you're still moving, you're still doing stuff. That's what I've been talking aye. about, like, sort of my whole training thing for like the past two years, basically, has been that intermittently. It's just, well, certainly the past wee while just as long as you're I think as long as you're still moving and you're enjoying what you're doing that's fine yes if you want to take it a bit more seriously then set yourself specific targets and goals and stuff but if you're going from not doing very much to doing anything at all that's great as I said that that, that, that lady says she wants to just feel a bit better physically and mentally that's your goal have at it are you enjoying what you're doing brilliant are you not enjoying what you're doing try something else but just keep doing stuff I was talking um, to wee Jackie today. Yeah, legend. Mona Gels. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we were talking about how she played the walking football at Ibex. Sorry. Wow. 20th Century Fox <laughs> theme tune that was. What, nothing bigger to do? That was the 20th Century Fox theme? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wasn't this, Ash. Um, oh. Yeah, so Jackie... She was saying that she woke up yesterday, couldn't be bothered going to the um, the walking football. Decided and decided, you know what? Oh, no, I'm going to go. And she's like, I'll be I'll be ten minutes late, but I'd rather be ten minutes late than not go at all. So she went there. She's like, I ended up having a brilliant time. It's such a good laugh and stuff. And that's a social thing that so many people are missing. Or yes. that they, well, we, I know we've missed it. We missed training like you and me together, Brian Douglas, not having a good laugh with all Absolutely. these boys. Yeah. Um. Doing those kind of things, having a good time and having a right good laugh, but even, I mean, we know we miss it, but I think a lot of people just train so serious all the time mm. that when you actually get a chance to let their hair down, they freak out and they don't know how to cope. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a mentality thing, isn't it? I, 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 you definitely see it from both ways. The people mm. who train, like, absolutely deadly seriously are going to be much stronger and much more jacked than I am, and I'm fine with that. Um, because I know in myself, if I wanted to do that, then it's just it's a it's a mindset thing and it's a willpower thing. If I absolutely wanted to get huge and jacked and super ripped, I know what I need to do to do that, and I know what I need to eat, and I know what sort of training I need to do. I just don't need to. I don't want to, because <laughs> I've got other things happening in my life. Do you know what I mean? And the people who do that, I absolutely respect it, but they've got no right to then criticize other people for not doing that. Yeah, because not everyone's the same. But as you say, there is a lot of societal pressure just now. I think a lot, like it's, uh, it's traditionally been like women see all that sort of pressure online and magazines and all the rest of it in terms of body image mm-hmm. and stuff. But you can see it increasing a lot more from a male perspective in terms oh, of like, God, like you think back to like when we were kids and stuff, like the eighties and all that. Like big guys wear army, like yeah. Stallone, like big jacked, like action hero right, guys, right? Army, 
Dolph Lundgren, Van yeah. Damme. So these they were the kind of big guys. Everyone else was like Joe, like fat old dad kind of character. Whereas now, like every other person you see in a movie is like that size. Like most male characters in films are like proper ripped. Do you know what I mean? And like everywhere you look on social media, people are like just huge, man. Do you know what I mean? So yep. like, there is you see that that pressure happening a lot more from a kind of male perspective, but. Again, everyone's different, aren't they? Right. It's whatever. I, think I, I, I spoke to John a few weeks ago about how how strong do you really need to be? How mm. fit do you really need to be? But if you're working towards a 200 kilo back squat, at, at what expense? What what kind of what debts are you paying on that? Yeah. Well, okay. You achieve a two hundred kilo back squat. What else? Mm-hmm. How's that? Is it made? Is it made the world a better place? No. Has it made you feel better about yourself? Probably for a few seconds. Yeah. As long as you've no prolapsed. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the bit for afterwards. Like in order to achieve a two hundred kilo back squat, I can guarantee. They're going to have knee injuries along the way. They'll have screwed their hips up a wee bit. Chances are they put their back out at some point. They're going to be probably tight on the zone because they're going to have to dedicate so much time to that that everything else is going to sacrifice. Yeah. And you're like, right, okay, you can get a 200 kilo back squat, but you struggle to touch your toes, or you can't you can't run the length of yourself now. You can't enjoy you can't pick your kids up and have a carry on with them and take them out for a wee bike ride or a play in the park. Yeah. And it's like, just like, what is the point of a lot of it? Like, yeah. People, maybe somebody will listen and go, what's the point of exercising? There isn't one. Hey, well, I mean, there, there definitely is a point of exercising, obviously, but um, no, I know what you're saying. Like, again, from uh, from a layman's perspective, and that, from a training point of view, yes, I think it is nice to have goals. If it's something you want to achieve, then have at it, right? Because... There is kind of nothing, I know myself, like, there's nothing worse than walking into the gym, not really knowing what you're going to do, and then you just fanny about and you, you leave again. Yes, you've been, which again is better than not having been, but I like to know kind of what I'm doing when I go in kind of thing, right? But that's not to say I have a specific target of going, I want to bench 150 by the end of the year, right? Because again, like as you say, the amount of effort you have to put into that to achieve that one thing, you're going to see losses elsewhere and stuff and again oh, unless God. you are like a power lifter or you're training for a specific athletic mm-hmm. thing then I think for the majority of people it's just a case of I want to get I'd like to get stronger I'd like to get fitter and healthier for a, a kind of mental and physical benefit like I want to be able mm-hmm. as you say to run about and still have races with, with Lucy or whatever or like with the other day um when was it? Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. She got in from school. Or I, I, she was off on Wednesday. It was on service day. I get in and I'd just been sitting about all day and the in-service day and all the rest of it. I just felt like, oh, barely moved all day. So, right, got in. Right, get the trainers on. We're going for a run. And I hate running. <laughs> you know how much I hate wait, running, right? What? Yeah. You have to run. I know. Because um, we're, like, we're going out for walks every night after dinner and stuff and it's great and you feel so much better. So you're just having dinner yep. and then going out for like half an hour. 20 minutes because we've all got like our Garmin watches and all the rest of it and it's like one of the targets every month is to do 20 minutes 
20 times um, over the course of the month to get a wee badge sort of thing right so we're going out every night after dinner 20 minute half an hour walk just let a dinner go down get some fresh air and it's great right but uh, I when I get in the other day I was like right get her trainers on we're going for a run because she's been doing like 2k's and stuff at school and Oh, athletics one. and all the rest of it and she's she she hates distance running just as much as i do <laughs> but I she's kind of why because lucy legs are so long now she must take four steps and she's done like two k well I, I exactly right her problem is exactly the same as my problem when it comes to distance it's all in her head so we went out right we just stuck chairs on off we popped i found a wee sort of 2k route and the wee sort of app thing that i've got you can kind of plan it out so it's like pretty much bang on 2k where we're on the flat downhills and stuff she's like not out of breath streaking past me i'm puffing away like an old dick right and then, as soon as it gets to any kind of incline she's like oh i hate this i'm tired i'm done now <laughs> it's like literally the first hill she'd been like i'd literally like two seconds before that i was like you're not even out of breath she's like, i feel great as soon as that 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 hill started she's like oh i'm so tired can we stop now so it's just all in her head same as me right but just that I just wanted to get out and do something just to keep moving, right? But it's that, that same sort of thing. It's just sometimes you just need to go and, and tick a box and get stuff done right. just to just to get moving and get yourself into it again. But uh, I kind of lost my train of thought now. But uh, having a plan is always very well and good. But as long, I think as long as you're doing do something. Ah, you, could, you could even just, and again, you're told every time, always go to the gym and always have a plan. Yeah, if you if you want to work towards a goal, but sometimes if you just want to go and dick about and play and have fun, that's absolutely fine as well. Yeah, ah, that's what we're talking about. Just being able to run about. Right? Ah, um, just going yeah. all up and I carry on and yeah, I've I mean, seen myself, like a good couple of years when Brian's still coming to the gym. Who? The, he, 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 you know that ginger <laughs> <laughs> We saw Brian at the weekend. It was lovely. Oh, it was great. It was a good weekend. It was cracking, man. Coffee, whiskey, cakes. <laughs> Oh, I was regretting that whiskey later on that night, I'll tell you. I had a proper 8 o'clock hangover. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty rough, man. You did give me like a bucket and a half full of whiskey, to be fair. They were like... I gave you two. Two buckets, two I know. <laughs> he was just like, what on earth? That's huge. <laughs> That's the first time she said that to you. Ah, uh, <laughs> well played. It's really not. Right. Um, But yeah, because <laughs> we on the way home, by the time we left and all the rest of it, it was like, oh, it's too late to go and buy dinner and make it and all the rest of it. So like, right, it's just getting, let's get a, a curry. So we stopped at a curry house and it just buy Bray Head, which is really nice, actually. Um, and had that. And then, again, went for a wee sort of 20-minute walk afterwards around Renfrew. And then by the time I got home, I was just lying on the couch, like, uh, I feel rough. <laughs> just a combination of, like, a big curry and, like, just day drinking and then just sitting still. Day drinking's fine as long as you keep doing it. Right, it's if you yeah. stop, man. It's just game over by like eight. It's just laying on the couch, like eight o'clock. You're ready to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, grim. But yeah, so Brian, when Brian was still training, right, so Brian, we came in the gym one day and we were going to do, I think, it was like squats and bench and stuff to do, and we ended up playing badminton for about two and a half hours. <laughs> just having a, having a dick about the gym, but we didn't. You know what? We had a good catch up. We had a good laugh. Yep. And then I look at my watch, my say gun watch, and it's something like fifteen thousand steps. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. running about like a maniac in the gym doing badminton. <laughs> and and having, having a laugh. Yeah, that's right. Having a good time. Aye, and I think that's what so many people don't plan in their training is that fun social aspect. Yeah. 
again, that's why if I want it, excuse me, um, I like coming to the gym as opposed to training in a house because I can train in the house. But again, it's just it's a mentality thing for me. I like coming to the gym to hang out with you and just actually train. Do you know what I mean? I know. I'm getting soft in my old age, man. I need to take a shit back. You fat, spiky prick. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know, like, like when we, like, back in the day, pre-lockdown, back in those days when we were, like, doing some proper training, right? And, like, the right. the three of us and uh, Douglas and that, like, doing some fairly heavy things, like, worked up to, like, the 180 back squat and all the rest of it. And doing bigger lifts and all that, like, I wasn't anywhere near as active as I probably am now. It certainly wasn't yes. as mobile. Like, because as you say, you are focusing on just squatting, just benching, just deadlifting. Like, lift heavy and then rest and recover. Yeah, well, that was it. And, and, to be, and we did lift heavier and you could shift a lot more weight than I ever could now. But at the same time, like, I, I couldn't have went out and done that run the other day, like, two, two and a half, three years ago. Do you know what I mean? Because you'd just be like, oh too tired Hi. I need to eat a sandwich <laughs> and I'm talking like it was some enormous power lifter it really wasn't it was terrible weights I was lifting but um, I just I know myself like I was the world's worst as you as you well know like uh, I'll do my cardio when I get home <laughs> Wait, I, had, I said the exact same thing to Amanda the day when she left <laughs> doing, she was talking about Mick, Mick and her were chatting about horse stance training what I'm explaining a bit about them and all that what training Horse stance where you sit, you basically squat down and hold a 90 degree squat. Have a broomstick across your legs. Well, like back against the wall kind of deal or just squatting? No, no, freestanding. Free Wait a minute. And you hold, you hold your position. So imagine you've got a broomstick across your thighs. If you start, if you're too high, it I'm would gonna, roll off. Wait a minute, I'm going to hit a snail drum here. Right, okay. What am I, I doing now? That. Just hold it. I don't want to, it hurts. <laughs> so, Amanda was talking about how, oh, I'll hold that for 10 seconds and I'm you got, that. I'm holding oh, this for the rest of the goddamn podcast. Come on, last these 15 seconds. I'm still doing it, you can't prove otherwise. <laughs> but um, And then she went to leave and she went, it's alright, I'll do it at home. Trademarked. Uh, I did legs at home the other day, right? Did you? I did. I genuinely did, right? But it was all this daft stuff like that because I was like, I said to Lucy, right, man, we'll do some training. And she absolutely vetoed it. <laughs> Not a chance. No, thank you. Uh, and she did yoga instead. Um, but I just went through the room and did. Uh, Lunges, um, goblet squats, uh, what else? Split squats, and then wall sits at the end, right? So kind of one minute off, one minute on, wall sits for five rounds. And honest to God, my quads were screaming. Like, wild. I forgot how bad those things were. Honestly, I haven't done them for years. McGee used to make us do them after doing hill sprints and all that, and like people thrown up outside folks' gardens and all that. I'm Jordan Hill, but I haven't done them probably since because I've still been scarred by them. But it's absolutely screaming by the end of it. That's like squat jumps as well. Get me back. Yeah, yeah. But it's just again things like that. I've just I'm I'm enjoying just doing kind of different things because before like just coming to the gym, I'm doing back squat. 
maybe front squat. I'm doing deadlifts. I'm doing f- 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 um, right. straight bar bench and all the rest of it. Just, but it's just nice doing some different things just now. Like I would never have done those sort of things if I was in the gym. But um, yeah. having said that, I have been doing my split squats. Um, I know. It's just nice working some different stuff. But I've been doing. I've been researching after talking last week about two day splits and all the rest of it. I've been. I've been doing my research this week. And so bunch of things right so i just looked for a bunch of different kind of two day split kind of things right if i can fit in a third day then great but most of the chat you could do upper body lower body you could do push pull all the rest of it the majority vote seems to be full body both days so that way you're still training each muscle group kind of twice through the week so you're you're still getting as much gains out of it as you can for only doing two days nobody's going to suggest that you're going to get as many gains gains three z's um (laughs) training two days a week as you are training four days a week right it's just not going to happen but it, it seems like obviously if you if you can train chest twice a week or legs twice a week it's better than just doing it once a week kind of thing yeah. right if you do like upper body on a tuesday for me um lower body on a friday then you're obviously only training them once a week whereas if you do kind of full body both days different variations on exercises and stuff you'll get kind of more bang for your buck so that yeah. seems to be the way of it so i've got a bunch of different right. ideas and stuff jotted down from various places to to do it so that Where's will fun? start next week holiday this week so i didn't do it But I still did stuff, which is what we're talking about, right? I could just have done nothing. Went so the listeners it. obviously can't, because there's no video, I'm shaking my head in disgust. You're always shaking your head in disgust at me, though. Pretty much, yeah. Fine. I'm cool with it. Where are you just now, by the way? I'm in Abbey's room. Abbey's room. Right, okay. Couldn't, I didn't recognise the background. Uh, how's the wife? How's the wee one? They about? They're up at um, Charlie's house. Cool. So they're up there, so aye, I've got a wee empty. The dog's not even here either. Oh, what? Nice. You do that to your dog? That's disgusting. <laughs> He's my best friend. <laughs> Does he do it back? Is it reciprocal? Uh... Nah, he's just get the road. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm going to start that next week. So uh, like, let's give me a brief, a brief wee rundown, right? Just so we were talking about it. Sorry, I was oh, laughing earlier on when you were talking because McGee texted me, right? <laughs> In classic <laughs> McGee style. <laughs> He's like, just spent the morning teaching an autistic kid how to play Rammstein songs. Sometimes this job is awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Classic That's McGee. terrifying. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. Right, what we got? Let's see. So... Right, day one, uh, back squat. Yep. Right, three sets of kind of eight to 12. Incline bench. Uh, bent over row. Uh, RDLs. Uh, seated shoulder press. Mm-hmm. Uh, leg extension. Cable crossovers. Uh, bent over row. And then hip thrusts. Mm. Then day two, overhead press. She said a hip thrust. Aye. Do swings. Swings, right, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. I don't like hip thrusts, so that's fine. Um, day two, overhead press, goblet squat, 
Pendley Rose chest press machine. No. Um, some other variation on chest, I guess, there. Um, glute ham raise. Cables, cables for the chest. Uh, what, lion ones? Because you're doing crossovers on the day one. Oh, I forgot the crossovers, I. You could do, don't know, some sort of fly alternative or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, glute ham raise. <sighs> Lateral raise. <sighs> um, try push downs, uh, curls, and face pulls. So that's option nice A. What else we got? So that's quite a long one. There's quite a lot happening there. I'd superset it just for time. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Definitely do that. So even superset or triple set it. Yeah. A lot of them are saying, like, certainly think quality over quantity. Make sure you're training at a kind of good intensity. If you're only doing two days, make sure you're actually, like, properly training with a degree of intensity Aye. as opposed to just going through 46 different exercises and half-assing it Aye. just for the sake of ticking the box, do you know what I mean? But again, Aye, that's kind of common sense, I guess. That Vince Deronda style of hizzle train methods that was really, really strict and intense about rest period and stuff. It's not 30 seconds rest back in. Aye, yeah, And it was maintaining that intensity. Even in his gym, it was a case of that if you went in there and you weren't working at right intensity, but I get the fuck out. Aye, just go in with the right attitude. Aye. He obviously didn't that, train. Because yeah. you want training's all about creating stress on the body, mm-hmm. and then when the body recovers, it grows back stronger. But if, if you're doing say five sets and you're having like a fifteen minute break between each set, aye, you're pretty much recovering every single time. So you've got you want to be breaking yourself down enough to get the training effect. But then. What about, well, in that instance, right, just to play devil's advocate, right, if you, each set, you're absolutely training to, like, failure, almost, right, but mm-hmm. then you're recovering for five minutes, so you're going back in fresh for your next set, and then training to failure there, and then taking a longer rest, and then doing it again, surely that's going to have a benefit as well, because you're, you're uh, pushing yeah, yourself. I still like intensity of the working sets, the ones people that they talk about RPE rate of perceived exertion, mm-hmm. um, but now most people are now, they're now like industry is now starting to sway towards more RIR, which is reps and reserves. Yeah, right, okay. Because you know, most people go, oh, that was really tough. You're know, like, no, well, you didn't break sweat, you didn't even change facial expression. It looked easy. Mm-hmm. You're know, like, saying that's an eight or nine out of ten. You're like, no. So they realise quickly that most people's perception is bullshit. Yeah. But reps and the goal, oh, I think I can only manage. You know, when you start to see somebody struggle, mm-hmm. you'll like, right, one or two reps left in reserve. That's a more of a more accurate indication. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's we're working at that level mm-hmm. of going to failure. But the risk of always training to failure then is if you think that ten reps takes you to failure, but you have a big rest and you go back in thinking you get you're going to do ten again. You've got the risk. There's a greater risk of injury working towards failure. Right. Just because you start to lose your kind of structural integrity and stuff in your movement, the quality of techniques. So yeah. There is that risk and reward trade-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, one. On you go. Uh, Dan John used to speak about it quite a lot, and um, from his his old Olympic weightlifting coach from years and years and years ago. Try it. Oh, I can't even. Can't remember what the guy's name was, but 
it was a kind of track coach but specialised in Olympic weightlifting for strength and conditioning mm-hmm. and it was also about working at just 80% yeah, yeah, yeah. enough that it's enough heavy, it's enough stimulus that is going to cause change and force you to work hard but still light enough that you should be able to be technically good at it and be successful in your technique and your movement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I thought it was a nice trade off that you can still work at that and folk, were, folk then went well how, how, do you, how do you progress from that and he went well if you know your bench press is 100 kilos for run rate max, and you're going to go in and work at 80%, so 80 kilos, and you can you can do 10 sets, say three sets of 10 at that, mm-hmm. and you know in the third, third set of 10, you're like, ah, you're just struggling a bit, and you just just make the ninth and the 10th rep. If in two weeks' time you go in and you do 80 kilos again for three sets of 10, then you're like, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Oh, that was the day. I managed to... Reduced my rest periods and I didn't even wake up so the next day and I completed all the rest without any hassle. You know that you've improved. Yeah, yeah. Maybe then you should be working at 81 or 82 kilos the next time. Because mm-hmm. what's happened is your theoretical one rate max is keeped up, but what you're always doing is working at that, that kind of ideal 80% where you're not risking injury or load on the body. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. I quite like that. I've used that before with a few phone and it works well because it allows them to for days where they feel shit they'll still achieve it because you know some days when you come in you're feeling burst <laughs> if you were expected to do 90-95% if you're feeling burst that day it's not happening yeah I think mentally so as well you go up the road feeling crap thinking oh I failed that workout I couldn't do it today whereas if you're always working at that 80% even though the numbers do gradually creep up you're always you've got a higher success rate achieving it yeah I think there's more positive in terms of reinforcing that kind of behaviour. Aye, I know even myself, like doing the five, three, one and stuff. When you see that ninety, ninety-five, hundred percent, it plants the seed. That I said, "Oh man, it's going to be really heavy today. It's going to be really hard." Whereas, if you, as you say, if you're always eighty percent, ah, that's fine. I know I can do that. I know I can grind that out. You don't have Aye. that immediate. Oh, jeez, brace myself for this. But at the same time. Uh, I guess there's a lot to be said for just uh, just toughing it toughen it out, I guess, and just going 100%, right. do it. I know I need to do it, let's do it. But uh, again, that's a kind of, you can only you can only sustain that for so long, which is why these, these programs yeah. like 531 only do it every however many weeks it is, do you know what I mean? You kind of ramp up yeah. to it all the time because, again, as we said at the start, you can't sustain maximal intensity every session, every week. Yep. But, yeah. Now I'm looking forward to it now that I'm reading this stuff, man. It's getting quite good. This one's right, a short one. I'm kind of, I'm still kind of playing about with my program just now. I've, I've not, I've not finalised it just yet, but I kind of want to do it where I'm getting back into paddleboard and be doing a little bit of this. And because I'm still gubbed from October last year, yeah, there's ways where I notice if I do a normal training session. I think I spoke about it last week that if I do a full training session, I'm wiped out. So I'm doing more kind of micro sessions. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, so I'm kind of, I put a new wee rule set in. So that on a, on a Tuesday and a Friday, if I get any cancellations, it's 30 to 45 minutes of cardio. Yeah. yeah. And then if, it, if I do 30 minutes cardio, then, I've done, then I'll do 20 minutes, say, arms, like all the kind of accessory muscle groups. Yeah. So I'll do things like that. And, um. And just no kind of factoring kind of your rule sets because obviously if I want to go paddleboard on a Thursday but it's horrendous weather, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, 
it's almost like one of those kind of diagrams. No, if, but, when. <laughs> <laughs> if the weather is good on a Thursday, you'll go paddle boarding. If it's windy, then you're just going to go out and you'll paddle into the wind. Yeah. It's one bit going down, but you'll get the ship bit coming back. Yeah. And it's a, if it's more kind of calmer weather, then I can go, that right, I'm going to do, a, I've got a proper training program to be working for that. Yep. That's fine. If the weather's horrendous and it's like yellow weather warnings like we've got today for the wind and it's wild out there today. Aye, then I'm like that right. I'm not going to go paddling, but I've got X, Y, and Z in place to replace it rather than just going. Oh, it's too windy to paddle. Ah, yeah, that's it. I better do stay home. Aye, and then you'd go and get like some cream cakes and yum. Can we? (laughs) That sounds pretty good. (laughs) good. But aye, so it's kind of having those wee parameters in place, so I've got flexibility. Yeah. But still struck. Yep. No, 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 that's the sensible way to do it, isn't it? And it's it's Aye. very you to have multiple plans in action at once. Speaking of cream cakes, I, I reckon it was that last cream cake on Saturday that tipped me over the edge. Do you know Kirsty was raging? Hey. She she was, was she eyeing that one up, was she? She was convinced the fact that I had bought 16 cream cakes. Right. Just to let you know, guys, it wasn't just like a couple of us there. There was. Yeah, yeah. It's me, you and Brian. Yeah. There was seven of us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she's like that. She was, you know how obviously every party always ends up in the kitchen? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. So you ran through and grabbed the cream cake. And then Brian's like, well, and then he ran through and grabbed the last one. <laughs> and Kirsty, you guys all left, and Kirsty's like, oh, I'm just going to. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Did they take all the cream cakes? And I went, aye. I went, Colin and Brian sneaked through at the very end and bolted and ran and grabbed the last two and tanked Yeah, them. we did. She's like, I was convinced when I seen that you had brought in 16. I thought, oh, 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 there'll be plenty left. There'll at least be a few left. When they leave, I can get a week up of tea and have a wee cream cake. <laughs> I mean, she has met us before. I know. <laughs> Surely she should know better than that. Like, the three of us and two boxes of cakes. Come on now. Exactly. Nonsense talk. It was great, man. It was really good catching up again. It was lovely. Don't do that often enough. We don't. No, it's because we're all massively antisocial. Yes. <laughs> For the most part. Borderline you know hermits. I'm not antisocial. I'm just extremely selective about who I want to speak to. As you should be. That's it. I think that's it. I think, like, both our day jobs, man, we just need to deal with too many people that we don't want to really talk to. <laughs> and if any oh, any of my colleagues listen to this, this it's not you, you, right? Obviously, you're cool. Not you, Scott. The people I'm talking yeah. about are cool. The people yeah, that don't listen to this, the other problem. Um, but, yeah, I think you just spend so much of your day talking to people that I don't really want to do it other than that. Like, I've had enough <laughs> at that point. I want to go home. What? <laughs> Honestly, right? See, even on the way over to yours on Saturday, I was like, uh... I kind of can't be bothered because oh, having socialised and yeah. brain. Gotta yeah. get to make small talk with people. And I know it's people I genuinely enjoy being with and spending time with, but I was still like, uh... <laughs> the same with me. Oh, you just can't be bothered with visitors. And I went, no, I don't mind the visitors. It's just that. And I've been dealing with people all day, talking all that small talk. Yeah. Yeah, then, like, I need, some, I need some quiet time. I just want to sit on my own yeah. <laughs> and not have any noise. 
That's why I play FIFA because I don't speak. Uh, mate, a thousand percent. <laughs> that you can just sit in utter silence. Like sometimes I don't even have the volume on in the TV. Yep. <laughs> I just sit and watch it and play, and with nothing happening, it's great. Just, uh, it just makes it you're like, ah. Oh, on, on that note, I beat Wigan 4-0 in the Carabao Cup today. Ooh. I had a wee quick game when I get in, made myself feel better. I have a wee game after you, and she's fucking tired before Kirsty gets home. <laughs> nice. She, she, she despises games consoles. Oh, really? Oh, mate. Disgraceful I mean, they're absolutely not. That's mobile phones and social media. Yes. She... She was disgusted that even when you spoke about how when Lucy was we used to sit on the floor with your knees tucked up and she would go to put you. She was yeah. like, does every guy get to play what? Yes. Mm-hmm. Even Aileen talks about her husband who's in his 50s, talks about how Colin will go through and just sit and play the PlayStation or whatever. Love it. Love it. Why like, wouldn't you? And she thought that grown men really play games. And I went, aye. I went, listen, you might slide me off for playing FIFA. When you sit and watch Love Island every Exactly. Night. What is rotting your brain more, right? Us watch, right? working on a digital dexterity and hand-eye coordination or watching a bunch of pretentious, posing pricks prance about right. an island. There's a lot of alliteration, just as when my pop shield's working. Yes. Um, there was a lot of peas there. Kirsty watches it every night at 9 o'clock, right? Now, I, I, I do mean it's crap. It's absolute brain rot. Uh, 100%. I'm like, all right, if I can get you to watch football from 8 o'clock or whatever, like, you can watch that at 9. We're back, come and go. We're back, give and take. But sitting last night, having my dinner, and I looked, I'm doing some bit of work on my phone, and I looked up, and the guys on it are wearing pearl necklaces. <coughs> Lols. Are they any? Pearl Harbor, 10pm, 11pm, pearl necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, no, this, this, this can't be real. That, that's got to be, there's got to be some company that has contacted like, ITV and went, oh, we're going to provide you with pearl necklaces for all these guys if they all wear them. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if anybody's listening to this and they can't keep a straight face with a pearl necklace. <laughs> I told you that story, right? Wait, wait, what? What? I was out one day with a couple of folk that I worked with his years ago, right? And like, it was a guy who was the head of the department and a girl who's lovely, right? But like, just super quiet. Like, not quiet, she was pretty loud out there but like just very clearly quite innocent right and it had been her birthday recently I was like oh right cool what did you get for your birthday and she's like oh my boyfriend gave me this pearl necklace at which point I sprayed my pint across the table (laughs) (laughs) obviously right it was like (laughs) and I shit you not the two of them just looked at me like I was mental like you alright I mean yes and they just didn't get it. Nothing did, did not register at all. I had tears running down my face, man. I felt very degraded at that point. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, no, I love Ireland. There's everything oh. that's wrong with society, let's be honest. Yeah. And you're sitting in your, uh, they're all just mental. They're insecure skanks. I've never watched it. I never want to watch it. 
I don't want to hear about it. It's just, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm absolutely judging that book by its cover, right? It might be tremendous television for all I know because I've never seen it, but I just look at it and go, absolutely not. That's not for me. No. That looks that like a is. bunch of assholes just posing at each other. Yep, yep, you've, you, mate. Are you sure you've not seen it? <laughs> <laughs> you've just, just, Did you see, like, there's like so many like sensible adults with real jobs and a proper life who just cannot get enough of that shit. I mean, I, I totally get people watching trailer trash TV or watching like. Movie, certain movie titles we love our Marvel movies right because it's yes. a bit of escapism and it's entertainment but you're looking at that going that's no entertainment this is just it's brain numbing nonsense yeah it's like the, the, the goggle box thing as well man I don't want to sit yeah. and watch people watching TV I, but that, that's like kids nowadays like to watch videos of people playing video games see right I kind of find myself going off on that one as well, right? But then at the same time, I remember being a kid and loving Games Master, which is effectively watching people playing video games. It was competitive though. I know, but even then, there used to be a whole series of like like video game review Hello. shows, do you know what I mean? There used to be a bunch of them, there used to be one on ITV that I remember like running home from school to watch on a Thursday afternoon. It was like, what was her name? ITV guy with the Monaco thing. Well, there was uh, that was that was Games Master, that was yeah. Patrick. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Not Patrick Stewart. That's... Not Patrick Stewart. That's, that's what it. I was about to say. Patrick Moore, the astronomer. Yes. Uh, and Dominic Diamond hosting it. But there was another one that used to be on, uh, hosted by Violet Berlin and Gaz Top. You know some names from the eighties. But again, mm. like that, that was effectively what we were doing then. It was just on mainstream telly, whereas yeah, now kids are just watching it online. The thing that I don't get is the unboxing thing. Like, watching someone unwrap something. Why? <laughs> what, what do you get from that? You get to watch someone else having fun? Which is fine if it's, like, Christmas in your house. <laughs> and I get to watch Lucy and Fee unwrapping things. That's lovely. That's heartwarming. Watching some not, stranger online doing it? Nah, is much. that not the same as porn then? Because you're watching somebody having fun. <laughs> Un- unwrapping something. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Kids today, right? Bloody right. kids. Um, but I, I see. I'm just old, man. The whole YouTube thing yep. just bypassed me generally. <laughs> old fart I get like I'm still very much like I'm going to watch YouTube to learn how to do something like if I want to know how to like fix the chain on my bike or like I don't know or if you're a gas engineer that doesn't know how to put part in a boiler and you have to <laughs> that was brilliant Brian new job as a gas fitter <laughs> goes to certain jobs and then has to make excuses to go to his van and watch YouTube videos and how to do it amazing <laughs> amazing yeah, and it still hasn't blown anyone up. And it hasn't blown anyone up. No, no. What's the what's the gas fitting equivalent of launching two cartons of milk at your front door? <laughs> Just like dropping a boiler through your roof or something. I don't know. It, was, it told me the story about somebody had been out and basically, you no, know, they kind of flew to go through the wall. Aye. They had drilled a hole for it, and then the guy went all that. Oh, that's in the wrong place. I mean, oh, fuck, I don't know how to fix it. And just walked away and left a hole in this woman's house. <laughs> 
That's amazing. Good old Brian. That's it. Brilliant. Can't eat then. You need to just watch him. If now he's a gas fitter, because if he's hungry, he's just going to go into your kitchen and steal your Kit Kats instead of taking out your shopping in the back of the van. Right, and then he'll gas you so you can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that took a dark turn. Right. Uh, right. You got anything else to say? Because I need a pee. No, well, I, I have got one thing to say. Go. I really, I really need a jobby right now. <laughs> you really need a jobby right now? All right, okay. My, my coffee's kicked in. Oh. I see, I don't really get that with coffee. I know it seems to be a kind of common thing. People have like one coffee in the morning. Someone in my house, naming no names, not Lucy. That's it, man. <laughs> like literally, coffee, two minutes later, sprinting for the toilet. Because Lucy doesn't like coffee. <laughs> Work that one out, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Again, I'm in the same boat as you, mate. Never going to listen to this. Not a problem. You <laughs> really hope not. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get it. Like, if anything, it makes me need pee. But the whole, like, too, coffee poops, nah. Oh, no, I mean, I used to go to a kettlebell competition if I was, like, 200 grams over my weight division. But I'll be right back. Go neck a double espresso. <laughs> Come back quickly, what, 14 minutes later, and it's like, well, you're now 500 grams underneath. <laughs> He's on a half kilo turd. Well played. Huh? <laughs> That's quite impressive. Well, I've, done some, I've done some impressive ones over the years. Yeah? Like, no, ones I've actually, I've looked at the number on the scale before and after, and afterwards I'm thinking, I need to go to the hospital, that's not right. Yeah. Do you ever do it, like, where it's just there's so much of it, it kind of comes up out of the water? There's been that one. Yeah. Do you know um we Olivia? She's a master of the ghosty. Oh, really? Aye. Yeah, make the most of that. Aye. Explode nappy and you'll take it off and you and her bum's immaculate and you're like, well done, Ryan. Impressive. That's very yeah. impressive, aye. That is good. But that's a, that was a debate, um Kirsty's mum's partner, Gordon. Right, yep. He thinks a ghosty is where you do the and it drops and it goes right down to you, Ben, disappears. Disappears, right, okay, yeah. Mm. Which I can't really understand. For me, the ghost is where you wipe and there's nothing need to be wiped. See, I would always call that a one-wiper. Mm. Some people call it a no-wiper, and that concerns me. Yeah, you've always got to only wipe Yeah, yeah I mean, you have to do it at least once, right? Yeah. Even then, always twice, just to make sure you didn't miss any <laughs> Just missed it. I just got cheek that time. Turns out it's actually all my back. Um, yeah, right. I know one wiper for me. <laughs> I feel we've taken this too far. <laughs> oh, this is what happens when people don't give us specific things to talk about. It's because they've not heard the most recent one. That's true, right? And there's a reason for that, right? I can sense the judgment in your big fat face, right? He's judging me so harshly. Right, I deliberately didn't send that. It's edited. It's sitting in my Dropbox, right? I deliberately haven't sent it to you because I'm going to hold back a couple of weeks, right? Give us a wee two-week buffer so that when I go on holiday, there's no interruptions. Yeah, right? Because otherwise, we're going to start and then there's going to be like two weeks of hee-haw again. That's a good point. Yeah, thank you. See, it's not often it happens, mate, but now and again it does. So we're going to have a wee... A wee two-week, three-week stockpile, and then I'll start firing them over to you. And that means there'll be uninterrupted bullshit from us 
for the foreseeable future. It's like, I mean, Peter Hennepin's got a long road trip, could just get a good few hours worth. No, I mean, they're still going to get one a week, though, that's what I'm saying. Oh, a good point. <laughs> it's after 1pm, mate, I'm tired. I know, go for your jobby, Scott. Alright, I'm going to do my jobby, Kirsty's home. Pretty sure she's brought Olivia with her, which I really hope so. Well, well you got to hope so. <laughs> and I'm going to go for some baby cuddles. Yeah, I'm sure Kirsty's going to be delighted that you've had like I don't know the past hour and a half to yourself, and you're going to wait till she comes in to go for a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Olivia. Yep. She'll be five weeks on Monday. Yay! And, and see, because she loves all that she loves tummy time, right? Right. Now, also, we all know Tommy Time's good for the back development and our neck strength. Like mm-hmm. She's sitting last night, I'm holding her, she's just sitting, sitting curled into my chest and just went. <laughs> and Amazing. And it was just about. You no, know, remember the first Terminator movie? Well, it's first thing I've been doing. I stayed a corner. She's just holding her head, just getting for left to right, and then looking up at me, and I'm like, you have got phenomenal neck and head control for five weeks old. Sorry, we've gone over from last week, right? Because the theme music just kicked in at the end. Ah. That's how I know we're longer. Um, that's amazing, though. That's great. Aye, Way so to go, little kid. That... Like, again, obviously, like, physical training for babies. Tummy time. <laughs> Tummy time is the best one. Because loads of, loads of kids that spent loads of time sleeping in their back and little tummy time, you can tell by their posture. Yeah, hunched over. Aye. And you stay, you go, I'm going to ask your parents if they're still alive. And go and ask them, did you get much tummy time? And they go, no. Yeah. That's why you're weak. Weak ass motherfucker. To be fair, everyone's going to have terrible posture, especially teenagers now, because they just all walk about like this on their phone. Yeah. It's the evolution cycle starting to go back down. Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be the opposite of that t-shirt you see all the time, isn't it? (laughs) It's just going back the way. Everyone's hunching over. I know. Right. I'm going to go. You're going to go for number twos. I'm going to go make yep. a coffee because my head feels better. This has really helped. This has been very therapeutic, Scott. Thanks. You're welcome, sweetheart. It could just be the painkillers, though. Um, um, I, may, I may make a cocktail. Mm. That, ooh, I might try that this weekend. What? I'm taking the kids back through tomorrow for bro, uh, Brody's birthday. <laughs> yes. I might make try my, wee sm- my, my smoking kit for the rest Oh, of yeah. Me. Nice. Do it, man. Yeah. What are you going to make? We smoked whiskey sour. I think that's probably a safe bit. To start I think with. I think you need to play it safe to start with, man. Nothing too ah. exotic. Just uh, a yeah. wee, wee whiskey sour with the smoked whiskey. I like things simple. That's why I'm good mates with you. Hey, I'm going to make. What am I going to make? Hold on, I found a thing today that I'm going to make. It's kind of variation on a Negroni. Whiskey brambles, nice and all. All right, I've never done that. Oh, mate. Mm, okay, I'm going to make an Enzoni, which is like a Negroni, but. You kind of smoosh up some grapes, five green grapes, muddled, right? Which I've got in the house. Uh, gin, Campari, lemon juice and simple syrup. So I'm going to make one of them, I think. Mm, I think I'm not would... a big gin drinker. In fact, I'm not a big fan of gin. But uh, I, oh, right. I love a gin. That's the go-to. Aye. Like, see when, the, see when it's too much with the pints. Aye. Or whiskey or whatever else. Like, well, to be fair, you probably don't want to whisk, mix whiskey and gin, certainly. But if it's like, too much paintage... Gin and tonic. That's the game. It's like drinking lemonade. Yeah, I don't know. Something about gin. I know, I know what you mean. It is quite a, yeah. a, a, a sharpness, floral. maybe? Floral. Well, it is. It's botanicals, isn't it? It's all like... Aye. 
that's the whole vibe of the thing. But yeah, no, I love a Negroni though. That's great. So I'm going to go make this. I'll let you know how it is. Anyone get any good cocktail vibes out there? Let us know. We'll make them. That could be it. That could be the new thing. Different cocktail every week. I'll work in my, work in my whiskey sour. Um, my, my smoke sour. Right. Game on. Next Friday, right? We're both drinking cocktails. Yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Canna. Have I got a gig next Friday? Nope. I need to cycle 15k next Friday. And every... Well, just for my badge and my watch. <laughs> I clicked the wee button that you need to do like 100k over like, I don't know, next week basically. So like 15k a day, man. It's easy. It's like 25 Aye. minutes or something. 25, 30 minutes. Aye. Near thereabouts. It's fine. I generally do like kind of 10k in about 20 minutes. So it'll be easy, yeah. mate. And then I'll definitely have earned that cocktail. Right. Adios, everyone. Yeah. Have a good one. See ya. Poop well, mate. Bye. Always. See ya.